RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Boom. Good afternoon, Patriots. And welcome back to another episode of Occam's Razor. Hope you guys are having a great day. Mom, you got to tell me what you thought about Nefarious. I just went to make myself a cup of coffee. And it looks like something is seriously wrong with my coffee maker. Like it was melted and like there was a a crack down the center of it. I have no idea how this would have happened. I mean, unless there was something structurally wrong with the inside of this thing. So I don't know. Kind of crazy. Not what I was expecting. Anyways, we have so many interesting stories to talk about today. Of course, top of the hour, we are going to be discussing the brand new revelations from O'Keefe Media Group surrounding faux news and the real reasons why Tucker Carlson was terminated. And of course, it's not going to be surprising, but it's always a pleasant surprise to hear someone from the inside honestly speaking about the loyalties of the corporate media. If you would do me a favor, please hit that like button. You wouldn't mind sharing. That would be awesome. And sit back, relax, grab your popcorn. We're going to be right back after this. Did you know that Bank of America is saying that gold is going to go to $2,200 this year? Now that is an all-time high. And right now you can invest in a gold IRA with Noble Gold Investments and take advantage of this rare opportunity to secure your retirement savings. With experts at Noble Gold Investments, you can ride out the wave of gold's historic rise to financial security. And this month, they're offering this free five ounce solid silver America the Beautiful coin with every qualifying precious metals IRA or 401k rollover. You just can't go wrong with Noble Gold. So hurry up and head on over to my special website, redpill78gold.com, and the experts at Noble Gold Investments can help secure your wealth. Plus, you're going to bag this free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin if you qualify. Once again, that's redpill78gold.com, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, good afternoon. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. We have a lot of very interesting stories to talk about today. First, I want to start with something that's a little comical. Actually, you know what? Let let me show you guys this video of my coffee maker because uh, I guess my main question is, should I just throw it away? Should I not use it any longer? Um, Because it does seem to be maybe just a, a little bit dangerous here. Let me... Pull this up. We will do a screen capture and we'll call it a video. And it won't be displayed. It'll be a window capture of that one right there. 
Okay. All right. Let me make it smaller so that it doesn't take over the entire screen. And you guys tell me what you think. Should I should I call Keurig or should I just chalk it up as a loss and say uh, that it's over? Okay. Take a look. Take a look at this. Look at this. Crack all the way here. And then this freaking thing is melting. What the heck? It's not near a heat source of any kind. This has got to be something wrong with this thing. Yeah, uh, th there's no heat source. It is next to the oven, um, but the oven itself is on the other side, so it can't be from the oven. And, and the way that that melting looks, it looks like it was a heat source coming up from the very inside. So... Yeah, uh, I'm doing well, Ryan. Good to see you. Get a percolator. I've got a, a French press. I just need to get a new teapot so that I can boil the water. So that, that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. I mean, the coffee is a lot better. But call Keurig. See, I don't know if it would do any good uh, to call Keurig. Yeah, the clowns got to my coffee maker, Miss Mary. That's right. Yeah, a grueling French press. The French press produces the best tasting coffee out of anything. And to be honest with you, I have a bunch of beans that I need to make uh, that people have sent me, but I just got into the habit of making uh, Keurig coffee because it was just so quick and easy. Like I did a full cup of coffee in four minutes before I got on the air right now, and it was pretty awesome. But the reason I wanted to talk about coffee is because I have a question for you guys. If you believed yourself to be an anarchist, if you hated capitalist pigs, but in order to run a business that would require you to act as a capitalist pig, do you think you could do it? Well, I'll tell you what. These anarchists in Toronto were not able to do it. They simply could not. Where is this? Hold on. Hold on. They couldn't do it. They could not hack it. And this is uh, probably going to surprise no one, uh, but this anti-capitalist coffee cafe in Toronto is now closing after just one year. Well, why would that be? It's because their business model was unsustainable. If you want to be a business owner, you have to act as a capitalist. You can't give everything away. Uh, you, you certainly can't operate outside of your margins if you are operating in the red. Somebody has to fund that. It's a lot like the United States government. Uh, these people here in Toronto thought that they could operate their business as if they were the federal government, uh, spending as much money as they wanted, giving things away for free, and not expecting to get anything in return for the services they provided. So, a year after they opened, uh, they have decided that it's unsustainable. They can't do it. Now, it's not just that they were giving away free coffee. They had some items on the menu that people had to pay for. But I guess it was just the regular coffee. You come in, you say, I want a cup of coffee. They say, can you give us anything? You would say no. They would just give you a cup of coffee. Uh, if you said, hey, I could give you $10. I don't know who would pay $10 for a cup of regular coffee. They would accept it uh, because it's on this uh, sort of uh, honor system barter and trade thing. But they also sold left-wing T-shirts and, and, and bumper stickers and books and stuff like that, radical, progressive stuff. Uh, so this cafe is called The Anarchist, quite literally. Uh, and uh, it, it's really a funny thing because uh, apparently they just did not see the writing on the wall. Nobody else in Toronto, I guess, thought that this would be a bad idea. I don't know who funded the operation or the, or the start of this business, um, but they described themselves as an anti-capitalist, anti-colonial cafe, shop, and radical community space 
on stolen land. So I suppose there is the possibility they're talking about how the land at some point in the past had been stolen from indigenous peoples, I I guess, uh, or perhaps they were operating this cafe illegally on land they stole from another business owner who, of course, would have been a capitalist. But the pay-what-you-can coffee experiment that they attempted to uh, put into place uh, was not a moneymaker. Big surprise. Instead, it was a giant money drain. Uh, and uh, despite the fact that they had those more expensive drinks on the menu, nobody would buy them uh, because the people who would frequent a business like this were also anti-capitalists, probably didn't have jobs, uh, were spending all of their time protesting and uh, doing all sorts of Antifa-type stuff. Uh, and so here it is. Let's go ahead and watch this, uh, this news story about their precipitous downfall. The Anarchist is a worker-owned, anti-capitalist, anti-colonial cafe, shop, and community space. Gabriel opened the space after leaving Vancouver due to its unwelcoming sense of classism. Though he never felt comfortable working in a coffee shop in BC, he knew if he were to have one of his own, it would have to adopt the values that occupy such a huge part of his life. A place devoted to radical leftist politics, revolution, ending capitalism, improving the world's economic system that benefits everyone and not just elites, and most importantly, sparking conversations that will help implement these ideas. Other than delicious coffee, which Gabriel is most definitely an expert in. The shop has a rich selection of progressive political books that he's selling at wholesale prices. I was happy to try some great light roast espresso here. I even tried my first espresso tonic, which is something of a micro-revolution in itself. I highly recommend paying a visit to Gabriel at 190 Jarvis Street, if not for great coffee, for even greater conversation. Massive fail. Uh, so it, it, I guess it also goes to show you that nobody is looking to buy books about radical leftist policies and, and uh, thought-provoking arguments. Uh, nobody wants a bag that says, I'm queer, F you. Uh, nobody wants to spend their money at a store that does not support the values of a business. Uh, so unfortunately, Gabriel has been forced to uh, pack up and go home uh, to the apparently classist state of Vancouver. Uh, you have to love it. It's blurry. It's blurry. Well, it shouldn't be blurry, Faith Over Fear. Everything blurred as Zach enjoys. That's so weird. No video stream, Zach. You know, I'm the video is 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 blurring. Uh, excuse me. People are saying the video is blurring, but the video is actually streaming at 1080p. So if it's blurry on your end, you got to check your video settings over on Foxhole and on Rumble uh, because this is definitely not going out in blurry. All right, so the reason I showed you that story is because I want to show you the rejection of the leftist policies of the current power structure, whether that's here in uh, in America, in Washington, D.C., or there in Toronto, in Canada. People simply do not want this type of lifestyle to be pushed upon them. The idea that you will own nothing and you will be happy, uh, or that we will take everything you own because it's going to be your responsibility to subsidize the other people who choose to do nothing at all. Uh, I think it's a great lesson for those people in Toronto, and uh, hopefully they will understand that if they want to make it in life, they have to find a, a product of value that they can offer or a service uh, that they can render, which would allow them to put some money together and pay their bills. Now, here in America, uh, we are in the middle of rejecting the leftist policies of our own government. As Title 42 ends, unfortunately, we are seeing mass exodus of immigrants, illegal aliens coming from places like Central South America, even China and the Far East. They're coming to America through the southern border. Now, I have a video here which shows a border guard, a, a U.S. soldier, 
uh, being forced to open the border at uh, the crossing between Mexico and the United States at the behest of the Joe Biden administration. Uh, It's disgusting. It's shocking. And uh, I hope that it's going to make you really, really angry because I think that's what we need. Here they are just walking right through. Hey, guys, come on. I mean, they've been waiting there for I don't know how long. Now, this one may be a little blurry, but that's not my fault. That's uh, that's Twitter's fault. So they just step right on through and they just keep coming. No end in sight. That line continues on as far as the eye can see. And the thing that makes me angry about this is that this didn't have to happen. Uh, This shouldn't happen in a civilized society, in a nation that protects its borders and ensures that its people are safe. But in today's modern leftist controlled world here in America, the Biden regime has uh, dictated that American soldiers and border patrol agents should not be forced to keep our borders safe. They must open the border allow these people in, and then these people are going to come to your neighborhood. Now, I will say this. Never before in the history of our nation will I think that the Second Amendment have been more applicable than perhaps during, uh, well, the Revolutionary War. We didn't have the Second Amendment yet. (laughs) But in the history of America, I think, guys, we're going to need to be on our guard as it is right now because we have hundreds of thousands of illegals that are flooding into the United States. And those people are not going to have jobs. They're not going to have anything to do. They're going to be getting free money from the United States government. And they're going to be posted up in your neighborhoods. If you live in the uh, western portion of the United States, you're probably going to see migrant internment camps all over the place, popping up under freeways, uh, popping up in uh, residential neighborhoods, popping up in parks. Uh, And uh, if they end up coming to someplace where I'm at in Florida, uh, there's nowhere to put them. You know, we already don't have enough room for the people that live here in this city. Uh, And certainly, I think that the people of this city and and many others, they're not going to be happy. They're they're not going to sit idly by as they did in New York City and allow their wedding to be canceled so that migrants can go ahead and take those spaces. Uh, What about the veterans that are being shoved out onto the street because migrants are coming to the United States of America? Here is a video showing Brownsville, Texas. Uh, It looks like a freaking war zone. Let's bring in Congressman Tony Gonzalez. He's a member of the House Homeland Security. And smugglers figure out the post-Title 42 opening yeah, that, gate for that large order. And, and I thank Fox and I thank Bill Malusian and Griff Jenkins for, for giving us the, the images. Because the images tell the story. When you see a guardsman open up a gate and let people in, the border's not secure. And that's the frustration we have is, you know, imagine in Texas, we have grocery stores called HEB. Imagine you go to the grocery store, you pick a number to wait for the deli. Your number's four, but yet these people are cutting in line. And so what about... <clears throat> okay. Title 42 ended days ago, days ago, and already this is the type of scenario that we have setting up down in Texas. This is going to spread to the rest of the United States. We are no longer going to be a first world nation. We're going to be a third world nation with third world problems, and it's going to be solely at the hands of the current administration in Washington, D.C. Now, Although I am always cautioning people to remain level-headed and calm and do things in a rational manner, 
uh, considering the fact that we have essentially been invaded, considering the fact that the Durham report yesterday reveals that the entirety of the federal government is basically one gi- giant corrupt uh, uh, pay-to-play scheme, uh, it's time to start stacking up and, and, and getting out there and ensuring that we are the ones who are setting the agenda. Uh, if there is going to be migrants moved into your community, you have to fight against that. If they're going to take your children out of school to put migrants in to the classrooms because there's nowhere else to put them, that can't happen. You simply cannot allow that to happen. Uh, over here, Janice6966 says, sorry I'm late. I was watching the King Koopa hearing. I'm not even aware of what the King Koopa hearing is. Uh, Cynthia said that she has to buy out her, her lease a year in advance because there are illegals everywhere. Uh, she also says, my complex told me I was a racist because I told them our complex has become a third world complex. Well, you know, if, if the shoe fits, uh, then I don't see why you shouldn't be wearing it. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, getting active here on this in just a moment. But uh, I think it's time that we talk about the Fox News, faux news debacle. Um, in the wake of the firing of Tucker Carlson, there was a lot of speculation about why that would have happened. It's certainly uh, very, very timely considering the things he had been talking about. Janice, Mayor Bow, Mayor Bowser. <laughs> Is, uh, well, isn't she being replaced? Is is that what you're watching? Is, is the swearing in of Brandon Johnson? Mm. Be encouraged is, in, is it, being homeless is encouraged in Washington state. Yeah, it sure seems like it. Uh, thank you to D- Just Duckies, Doug Simey, and to Sean Joe for dropping a couple of cookies. Also, guys, uh, I need to make you aware before we continue on, um, Thomas was able to locate a new donation platform, which is very similar to Buy Me a Coffee. It's called Kofi.com. And if you go to Kofi.com forward slash redpill78, you can also donate through there. I believe I will get notifications. Uh, I've only just signed up and I, I set up the account this morning. Uh, but you can tell it's me because it's got my banner. It's uh, Kofi.com forward slash redpill78. There's a picture of me with an uh, with an AK-47 <laughs> at the rifle range. Uh, that's definitely me. Uh, and, uh, and and you can go ahead and use this. It's, it's exactly the same format as Buy Me a Coffee. And it even says Buy a Coffee for Red Pill 78. Also, I wanted to say thank you to the people who were sending messages to Buy Me a Coffee to let them know how displeased you are with their service for kowtowing to the uh, propagandist threats of uh, agencies like Media Matters, a uh, journalistic wing of the DNC. TCS1964 says, a little something for your new teapot. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm I'm pretty certain that that's exactly what I'm going to do, because I really do miss making uh, the French presses. Mm. But either way, uh, anybody supporting the show in any way, I just need you guys to know how much I appreciate it. I know times are tough for everybody. Uh, all the time I get messages saying uh, from people saying that they can't afford to support the show and they wish they could. Uh, and I understand. I know exactly what it's like. We are all in the same boat. And so we need to uh, gather together, use our collective anger, and raise awareness uh, for the issues that are right before us. And, you know, I feel like this is one of the most exciting times in history, not only because so many people are waking up, but because I feel like we're on the cusp of actually doing something about it. You know, knowing that the system is screwed up is one thing, but finding the will to change it, that is another entirely. And that is the point that I believe we're at. So, Speaking about the issue at faux news, 
James O'Keefe and O'Keefe Media Group uh, have gotten a Fox News producer on camera uh, who says that Tucker Carlson's firing was definitely part of that Dominion settlement. Also, Pfizer had a lot to do with it. Apparently, uh, Tucker Carlson's coverage of the uh, the vaccine and, and his skepticism about its effectiveness, uh, that meant that Pfizer and other advertisers were no longer putting their money into that 8 o'clock hour, which is a very attractive hour for the, the network, apparently. Um, but as a result of losing Tucker Carlson, uh, the advertisers are starting to come back. Now, the man that is speaking in this hidden camera video is named Sean Langell. Now, what's I, I don't know how they got Sean on camera, but the gentleman he's speaking with, he's not he, he's not trying to hide the fact that he's looking to get information about how Fox News is controlled by advertisers and controlled by companies like Dominion. It, it, it's interesting to me the way that Sean is uh, open and honest about the way things work in corporate media. Um, and, you know, he, he by and large admits it to James O'Keefe when they get on the phone together. Um, but by Sean Langill admitting that Tucker Carlson was fired as part of this Dominion settlement, that would be a breach of contract. I reported the other day that Tucker's letter, Tucker's lawyers had sent a letter to Fox News telling them to preserve any and all communications having to do with the negotiations with Dominion regarding that settlement because part of Tucker's contract was that Fox News would not uh, uh, would not admit liability or put any blame on Tucker uh, and, uh, and that he couldn't be fired as a result of whatever occurred with their negotiations negotiations. Now, obviously, they fired him. Uh, they claimed that it had nothing to do with Dominion, but the current CEO of Dominion appeared to be gloating the other day, suggesting that actually maybe it was something that happened between Dominion and uh, and Fox News. Um, but Sean Langill says it openly. Now, the man who actually got Sean on camera is the same guy who exposed the Pfizer uh, employee who was talking about directed evolution of COVID-19 variants, okay, essentially gain-of-function research. Um, so I don't know if they met on uh, Grinder or something like that. I'm not going to make any assumptions about Sean's uh, uh, habits in the bedroom, but uh, the guy at Pfizer, he was definitely, um, uh, definitely looking for a date. Okay, let's go ahead and watch some of this clip. Million dollars to settle that. Oh, that was with um, the Dominion yeah. company. What happened with that? Like, they gave him money. Part of it. They say it wasn't part of it, but we're learning that Tucker getting fired was part of that. Tucker getting fired was part of the Dominion lawsuit. It was part of the settlement. You know. Well, if I had a pillow guy, or it's brought to you by Pfizer, right? It's like yeah. it's yeah. big pharma. Yeah, which is crazy because like we would do all the stuff about COVID vaccines, and we're getting money from Pfizer. We're getting what? And we're getting money from Pfizer. Yeah. Well, I mean, big pharma, big tech. You know, you're talking about like the shady players, like your buddy Michael Rosa, like that he's the one who's crafting Dominion's message. So this little tidbit is definitely something that I wasn't aware of. Mike LaRosa is Jill Biden's former press secretary. He left the White House to start a public relations firm who be, whose sole client became Dominion Voting Systems. Now, 
I also have been meaning to say something about this on the air because I've seen people sharing this widely recently, and it's something that I addressed many, many months ago. Uh, There was a picture going around of Ray Epps and his wife, and people were conflating her job at Dominion, a different Dominion, not Dominion Voting Systems, with Dominion Voting Systems. So essentially, the implication is Ray Epps, FBI informant, basically ran January 6th. His wife works for Dominion. But the only thing is that she doesn't work for Dominion Voting Systems. There is a Dominion Trucking. There's a Dominion Security. Uh, there's a number of other Dominions. And I actually, live on the air, uh, showed you guys who, which Dominion she actually worked for. And it's not Dominion Voting Systems. So if you, if you see people sharing that, just let them know uh, that they're not doing anybody any favors uh, by spreading disinformation. However, there is a direct connection between the White House and and the former press secretary for Jill Biden and the current Dominion voting systems. And uh, it should surprise absolutely no one. That's a whole story in and of itself. OMG News has obtained incendiary footage of a Fox News producer talking about Tucker Carlson's departure, the Dominion settlement, and the influence that advertisers and pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer have over... George says, La Rosa's makes good pizzas. Different La Rosa? I mean, it, it may be. I, I'm not aware. Uh, I haven't gone that far into it. But uh, certainly, Mike La Rosa is not making pizza himself. Battle Network. Fox News Media. America's News. And much more. $144 million to settle that. Oh, that was with um, the Dominion Company. Yeah. How did what, what what happened with that? Like they gave him money, but learned part of it. They say it wasn't part of it, but we're learning that Tucker getting fired was part of that. Tucker. So him saying we're learning that indicates to me that there is some chatter around the water cooler at Fox News, and perhaps Sean, as a producer, has actually spoken to people with direct knowledge of the negotiations between Dominion and Fox News. And uh, if Tucker actually did send a preservation order, uh, uh, a spoliation order to Fox News to hold on to all of their communications, Fox News is going to have a real nasty problem when it comes down to it at the end of the day. Now, one of the things that a lot of people have said is that uh, Fox is keeping Tucker in contract so that he can't go to another network. That's very possibly true. Now, if they broke his contract, he would be able to get out of that uh, altogether. But I tend to think that Tucker is going to remain as an independent entity uh, with this upcoming show on Twitter that he announced last week. Uh, I think that he stands the possibility of truly breaking the Internet and getting more viewers there than he would anywhere else. Let's continue. Being fired was part of the Dominion lawsuit. Part of the Well, so did Tucker leave or did you guys part ways or Tucker was yeah. ousted? Yeah, he was ousted. Well... And he bought up things that cost a lot of money. Cost the company a lot of money. And this is the reason that that was part of it. Like, he was going to go after this, this whole thing about January 6th. Oh, yeah. was, it was an inside job. He went after this guy, Rand, he said was an FBI agent on the inside. Right. Encouraged it. They, who's going to go on the air? What that guy said on 60 Minutes and the Murdochs were like, you know, not right now. Okay, so that weekend that Tucker Carlson was fired, Sunday night was when Ray Epps appeared on CNN. 
So his show on Monday would have been a direct takedown of what Ray Epps had said in that CNN softball interview. And it looks like that was the last straw. But of course, the loss of revenue from advertisers, the loss of revenue from Pfizer and others, you know, it's it's uh, it's interesting, as I said, to hear Mike Ling- or Sean Lingell uh, discuss the uh, open and controlled relationship that exists between modern day corporate media and their advertisers. Uh, just to go on record, none of the advertisers that we have here here on my channel or on any other channels I'm affiliated with have any sort of editorial control over the work we do or the things we say. That is so vitally important to me. And if an advertiser had ever suggested that I couldn't talk about a certain story or I couldn't go down a certain rabbit hole or I couldn't tell you guys the truth about something, there would be absolutely no way I would be doing any kind of business with them. All right. Speaking of which, we got to take a break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back after this. Right now is crypto buy time, so go to MyDigitalMoney.com. After crossing that $30,500 mark, Bitcoin slid back around to around $28,000. But you see, that's expected because normal investors out there are going to try to get back some of those gains. Now, Ethereum, on the other hand, that's back up to $1,700. And what this offers you is an opportunity to make even bigger gains. Go to MyDigitalMoney.com right now. Thousands of our customers are already buying like crazy. They want to make sure they don't miss out on this opportunity or that it passes them by once again. Bitcoin and Ethereum have been resilient through all the economic distress we've experienced this year. And during the regulatory chaos at the beginning of the year, Bitcoin gained $5,000 in one week. It responded to the banking crisis by gaining $7,000 in the weeks following that. So go to MyDigitalMoney.com because unlike most other crypto platforms, MyDigitalMoney.com with our partner Equity Trust, which was founded in 1974, holds your crypto separately from our other business operations. That means your assets are yours and they cannot be touched. So you can invest with an IRA or standard account safely through our easy to use platform. Go to mydigitalmoney.com or give them a call at 833-636-2008. We've been in an economic slump, but it looks like there is more to come. Yet Bitcoin is up more than 70% year to date. If you want an asset that can grow with your wealth, invest in crypto. Go to mydigitalmoney.com Once again, that's MyDigitalMoney.com. And if you open an account now, you'll get $50 in your account by entering promo code REDPILL78. Certain terms apply. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and uh, and I'll share the link to this report so you guys can watch the thing, the whole thing in its entirety. Um, It's about uh, about eight minutes long. So I don't want to belabor the point here, but I just wanted to give you guys the highlights uh, as to what they were speaking about. Uh, I just want to say, you know, I think that James O'Keefe getting booted out of Project Veritas was the best thing that ever happened to him. And and I think that it's going to be incredible for citizen journalists at large. Um, James actually mentions at the end of that video, if you want to be a citizen journalist and you're willing to wear a camera and a wire All you got to do is go to their website, you fill out a form, and they will ship it directly to you. And then you go and do the journalism. They go ahead and broadcast the video. I got to say, I think it's brilliant. All right. So let's uh, let's discuss a little bit about what's happening 
out here in the world. So yesterday was the big reveal of John Durham's report. Um, I, I understand that a lot of people were upset in the wake of that release. Uh, why? Well, because it didn't come with any additional indictments. Uh, very importantly, there is a subsection of the report that still remains classified. Now, that classification means, of course, that we can't read it. So there's about 30 pages of secret information that's contained therein. Uh, we have no idea what that is. We have no idea what it says. We have no idea if anything else is going to come from it. But I will tell you this. Uh, it is a vindication of Donald Trump. It's a vindication of everything we've been saying for years. Uh, not only was Donald Trump spied upon, not only what did they attempt to steal the election in 2016, but then it's obvious that they did steal the election in 2020. The FBI trampled all over the rights of many Americans. The CIA screwed over the entire nation by putting together that letter claiming that the Hunter Biden laptop was the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. These federal agencies have broken their mandate, they have abdicated their oath, and they must be banished. They must be defunded. Now, it's great that this is happening right now because it's like this building of red pill topics. People are just getting more and more awakened every single moment. And as that's happening, don't forget in Arizona, we still have the ongoing case of Carrie Lake's signature verification case. Now, it was reported by her lawyers that new evidence had been discovered and would very soon be revealed. We talked about some of that evidence last week. Uh, TZ Burton says, without coffee, I can't function. Chipping in, Zach. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. Mm. And Lou Ann V, wow, gifted the EMP. She said, uh, Zach, for your new coffee maker. I can't, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. That's very, very kind of you. Uh, Vader369, dropping a can. Skeeter Burke says, rest in peace, Tombstone. His name was Eddie. Please keep his prayers in your family. Skeeter Burke, what, who, who passed away? Who, who passed away? I'm, I'm not familiar. Rest in peace, Tombstone. Tombstone was a, uh, a, 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 a pilled user, a foxhole user. Uh, 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 we just lost somebody. How we just keep losing people, guys. Filter Dog One uh, dropped a pair of shades for the coffee maker fund. Thank you. And then Sean Joe dropped a cookie as well. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, Nunez seemed very salty about it. Well, here's the thing. Um, I think that everybody would have been much happier if the report came out and it would have led to uh, open indictments. But as I've said on a number of different occasions, uh, I just don't see this current corrupt administration adequately bringing to justice the people working within it that were responsible for subjugating and subverting the Constitution here in the United States of America. The only way we're going to see stuff like that is in another administration. So John Durham didn't bring any charges beyond what he already did. Kevin Kleinsmith, Michael Sussman, and then I believe there was another one. There was a number of other criminal referrals that uh, that uh, John Durham had sent over to the DOJ, but nothing has been done about that yet. And that's because the DOJ is totally co-opted and they are working for the Biden regime. They're not working for the American people. Uh, so I'm not particularly surprised about that. Um, but the information that's in that secret section, that's what I'm most interested in. To learn is in there because it could be that that is going to shed light on additional investigations. What if there's other secret investigations going on? Um, despite the fact that John Durham did not bring any more indictments, 
I tend to think that it was because he knew he would not be able to win those cases in Washington, D.C., I think that there is still power that's inherent within that Durham report because, again, it shows a corrupt and failed establishment. That is what Donald Trump said in the speech that will get him elected. We are fighting against a corrupt and failed establishment. This corrupt and failed establishment is what we have been trying to shine light on for such a long time. Now, at the hands of the federal government itself, a special prosecutor's investigation, they have proven all of the things that we've been talking about for years, all of the things Donald Trump was talking about for years. Jake Tapper last night said that Donald Trump is vindicated. I think that Carrie Lake is about to be vindicated here in Arizona. And this will be yet another indication of just how corrupt and rigged our system is. And if you are a person with any self-respect or someone who loves this nation and wants to see it prosper, how can you sit by and just allow it to be the way that it is? You have to fight back and you have to do something about that. Now, in this new video that's being released by Kerry Lake's lawyers, we learn the truth about the fraudulent signature verification process taking place in Maricopa County. Uh, We have what appears to be an employee who is not even matching signatures. They are just clicking a mouse and accepting every single signature that goes by. They are averaging two seconds per signature. This one person verified almost 27,000 signatures. And according to data that came directly from Maricopa County, there was nearly 240,000 ballots that were verified in less than three seconds each. That is a scathing rebuke of the concept of signature verification. It means that there is no signature verification going on right now. This is exactly what happened in the 2020 election. We had large volumes of mail-in ballots that came in. We had very few election workers. And of course, there were time restrictions. So uh, we essentially had hundreds of thousands of ballots that were just shoved through the system. Nobody verified them and they allowed them to go through. The only thing is back in the 2020 election, they took almost twice as long to verify those signatures. Yes, that's right. 4.6 seconds per signature verification. Now that's no better than the roughly two seconds that they were working on here. Um, But uh, let's go ahead and take a look at the actual video of this signature verification taking place here. Hold on. Here it is here. No, what the heck? Why are they not showing me the video? Well, the video's gone. What the heck? There was a video attached to this article as I was preparing the show. What the heck? Here it is. Here it is. Okay. It's now appeared. Neurologists are stunned. They've confirmed that ear ringing is shrinking your brain cell. What you are about to see 90 seconds of the signature verification process where one person is verifying signatures as fast as they can load compared to the person sitting next to him.
What do you want to bet this guy is a registered Democrat? to be presented in court. Gary Lake is going to have three days. Three days for the trial next week. 80% of Arizona voters use mail-in ballots that require signature verification. This is just one of many workers that verified hundreds of thousands of signatures in less than three seconds each. This one individual, almost 27,000 signatures verified in total. Can we really trust our elections? Well, the answer is No, that's a resounding no. And whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, you can see what's happening and you must admit the tragedy and the comedy of it all. Uh, If this was a Republican candidate for governor that had signature verifications rammed through in about two seconds each, Democrats would be up in arms. You can bet that this court excuse me, this case would be before the court. And to be quite honest, they probably would have won a long time ago because this is how justice is supposed to work. The thing is that it only works in one direction. And uh, that may change here with Carrie Lake's trial next week. On the 17th, the 18th, and then, I'm sorry, this is tomorrow it begins. 17th, 18th, and 19th. And uh, Carrie Lake and her team are ready to go to court. Uh, I am extremely excited to see this. We're probably going to be live streaming it over on Badlands. So uh, I will go ahead and be helping out with commentary. Um, What does she have to do? She has to prove a a competent mathematical basis to win at trial. Uh, But she need not plead a specific number of votes in her complaint under notice pleading. Uh, She has to demonstrate at trial, pursuant to her concessions, that Maricopa's higher-level signature reviewers conducted no signature verification or curing, and in doing so, had systematically failed to materially comply with the law. I think that it's quite obvious that is exactly what happened in that video. How is the judge going to respond to watching that video? Uh, certainly you can't look at it and come across with any other conflict, uh, excuse me, concept other than to say that person was not truly validating signatures. They were just clicking a button, clicking a mouse, clicking a mouse, clicking a mouse. Now, uh, Carrie had this to say, she said, we have the perfect case to show what a joke our elections are. We won't stop fighting this. We just won't. They dragged us to hell and we're standing up and fighting back. Now, this was uh, an appearance on a war room. Apparently, Alex Jones was there as well early today. Uh, and uh, here is a little clip of Carrie discussing. If you're her over 25 case. and struggle to lose weight, you must see this. Ten drops of this tropical oil before. We're going to trial and talk to us about what this trial is about and what evidence can you provide, ma'am? 
Uh, well, this is a, an absolute huge victory for election integrity, Steve. For the past few years, as, as we've talked about, signature roll information. They can see exactly who's voting. They can see who has yet to vote, who's probably unlikely to vote because they're dead. They go ahead and just stuff it through with a fake signature. They know that somebody in the count room is not truly going to be matching those signatures, and they allow the ballots to go through. A.M. Bear 1962 says, I love coffee, too. Uh, so for the coffee maker, keep fighting the good fight. Thank you very, very much. I really, really appreciate that as well. Uh, what, you guys are frozen? Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So are, it looks to me like I'm connected. I don't know why it would be frozen. So definitely go ahead and refresh. Mm. All right, so I also saw somebody say that this is the same judge who wouldn't hear the case before. He refused to look at the evidence, and he dismissed the case. Now, on appeal, by going to the appeals court, they said, well, yeah, Carrie Lake has a case here. The judge must hear this signature verification case. So she comes in, she can show visually the signatures don't match over and over and over again. We have the video of this person in the count room not bothering to match signature verification, sitting right next to somebody who's doing his job correctly. And I think that you have a very strong case to suggest that Carrie Lake should be the governor of Arizona. At the very least, they may be forced to uh, hold another election. Um, but I think that if you truly looked at the at the ballots and and, uh, and actually cured them properly, there's no way that Katie Hobbs would win. Uh, and then, of course, don't forget Abe Hamada's case is still ongoing as well. There is a strong indication with only a couple of hundred ballots that Abe might end up in that position as well. Now, if we get Kerry Lake and Abe Hamada in Arizona, we are, stand on the brink of fixing Arizona elections forever. Now, uh, talking a little bit more before we close out the day uh, in regards to the Durham report. Now, as I said on many occasions, this was a, a rebuke of the FBI. Uh, it was an indictment of the FBI's leadership. And uh, I find it difficult to reconcile how there weren't overt laws that were broken in the processes uh, that were handled. You know, certainly obstruction of justice. Uh, there were active investigations into Hillary Clinton. There were a number of whistleblowers bringing evidence about foreign money going into the Clinton campaign. Nate Kane was one of those people. He was working at the FBI and the FBI came after him and they attempted to destroy his life, his family and his career. Now, in the Durham report, uh, the FBI comes out with a major black eye. However, Christopher Ray would like to have us believe that because so many changes were already made at the FBI, that something like this couldn't happen again. I, for one, do not take his word on that. Uh, the response that Christopher Ray had posting this on uh, the Twitter account of the FBI says, the conduct in 2016 and 2017 that special counsel Durham examined was the reason that current FBI leadership already implemented dozens of corrective actions, which have now been in place for some time. And of course, in that time, the FBI has been part and parcel uh, to persecuting the political enemies of the Joe Biden regime. So I don't know that it really did anything at all. Had these reforms been in place in 2016, the missteps identified in the report could have been prevented. This report reinforces the importance of ensuring the FBI continues to do its work with rigor, objectivity, and professionalism the American people deserve and rightly expect. 
uh, you know, don't piss on my face and tell me that it's raining, FBI, Christopher Wray, because, yes, of course, the FBI must do its work with rigor, objectivity, and, of course, professionalism. But the problem is that they just continue to not do so. They continue to look the other way on matters of great importance to the American people, namely the political corruption that seems to be controlling Washington, D.C. in the form of the swamp. Now, I mentioned getting angry earlier. General Flynn says this report must be a rally cry. If we don't fight back now, the America we know may be lost forever. And this, my friends, is the very definition of standing at the precipice. If we get to the point where we're going to lose this nation, I think more people than ever before are going to be willing to stand up and say, enough is enough. I am not going to allow this to happen to me all around us. At the same time, we've got the destruction of the economy, the destruction of our borders, the destruction of our communities, the destruction of our family. The list goes on and on. Uh, And Roger Stone is also speaking out about his role in the FBI's uh, warrantless attacks on Trump supporters. He says, my lawyers are going to examine a potential lawsuit following the release of the Durham report. Uh, Now, let's go ahead and uh, remind you that CNN was tipped off in advance of Roger Stone's home being raided, uh, where his uh, cancer-stricken wife was put into handcuffs, and they were pulled out of their Fort Lauderdale home very early in the day. I think they showed up at like 5 a.m. or something like that, because Roger Stone is such a great threat to democracy. Uh, Yeah, that's absolutely ludicrous. Let's go ahead and take a look. Here it is, the Vanish holster, the world's most comfortable holster. One thing to know is you don't need a belt with the Vanish holster. He joins us now. Sir, it's good to have you on. What do you think should happen here to the bad actors in this report? What should we as a country try and learn from this? Well, as you point out, um, the FBI nor the CIA had any evidence whatsoever of Russian collusion with the Trump campaign. President Donald Trump was exactly right when he called the whole thing a hoax. Uh, There is also, by the way, no justification for the opening of the Mueller investigation because there was no Russian collusion to investigate. Which would, by proxy, mean that there was no justification for an investigation into Roger Stone. So I encourage Roger to file as large a lawsuit as he possibly can. Now, What can you do? Well, you can call your representatives. You can call your senators. You can go to their offices. You can write them letters. Josh Hawley and Jim Jordan are on the right track. We must dismantle the FBI because it doesn't matter what processes they've put in place, what safeguards, it doesn't matter what low-level staffers they fired or even the people in leadership they fired. We're talking about a culture of corruption that has at its heart worked to destroy and undermine the fabric of American society. What could be more fundamental than allowing the people of this nation to choose their own leaders in the form of going to the ballot box? We have had that stolen from us, and Josh Hawley understands that all too well. Take a listen to this. Here it is, the Vanish holster, the world's most comfortable holster. One thing to know is you don't need a belt with the Vanish There needs to be a lot more than reports, Jesse. People need to be prosecuted for this. The Clinton campaign and Hillary Clinton herself, is it any coincidence that she is tweeting about collusion at exactly the same time her campaign operatives are feeding 
this BS to the FBI? I don't think so. There needs to be consequences for her and also for the FBI. FBI leadership has clearly got to be changed. And Jesse, I'm of the mind we need to end the FBI as we know it. It, it needs to be broken up. I mean, clearly it has become corrupt. The leadership is corrupt. You can talk to FBI agents in the field. I was just doing this just this past week. Great folks in my home state, all over the place, but they're not served by this leadership. This leadership has become totally, radically politicized, and we've got to change it. I'll tell you what we got to do. If a Republican gets in there, they have to investigate the Clinton Foundation. They have to investigate the foreign money flowing into the Clinton campaign. They have to investigate the foreign bribes going to the Biden family. All of this is true. The only problem is that we're getting to it so late in the game. You know, I have said for years that Republicans are far too soft when it comes to using the same tools that Democrats have used. They have perverted and twisted our entire system to be weaponized against us. And when we get into power, we simply just play nice. We don't go that route. We need to go hard. We need to take these people down. We need to dismantle the very institutions that have been weaponized against us. That includes the FBI. That includes the CIA. That includes gutting the Justice Department. Put something else in its place. Get rid of everybody and fill all those positions with new people. Uh, President Trump, understands that that's what has to happen in a Trump 2.0. That's what I believe. I believe that when Donald Trump comes back, when he's reelected in 2024, everything will be different. It'll all be on the table and the investigations and the arrests and the indictments that we must see have to come in that form. It's not going to happen under Joe Biden's DOJ, which is being led by Merrick Garland. It's not going to come under Joe Biden's FBI that's being led by Christopher Wray. It's not going to come from Joe Biden's CIA, which is being led by a pal of Jeffrey Epstein. Donald Trump understands that the CIA is a major aspect of this. We just saw the CIA directly putting their fingers on the scale to stop Donald Trump from being reelected back in 2020. Now, did that letter have any real measurable effect? No, I don't think so. I think that everybody knew that Joe Biden and his family were corrupt and that the Hunter Biden laptop was likely really good stuff. It wasn't misinformation. But it allowed the media, it allowed the Biden regime, it allowed everybody connected to the deep state to use that as a talking point to uh, to counter any discussion that we had going on about the Hunter Biden laptop. Now, Donald Trump uh, famously did not release all of the JFK files uh, while he was in office. Uh, he famously said to uh, Judge Napolitano that if he had seen what was in those files, he wouldn't have released it either. Uh, I always believed that's because it's the CIA. The CIA is who killed JFK, RFK, Malcolm X, um, MLK, you know, you name it. They they did a whole spate of assassinations in the mid-20th century. But now Donald Trump is saying that he will release all of the JFK files if he's elected. Now, maybe he's only saying that because RFK is out there. Maybe RFK has made it okay for him to discuss the fact that the CIA murdered the president of the United States of America and the attorney general and the hopeful presidential candidate and, of course, civil rights leaders, the CIA murder incorporated here in the United States of America. But this is a a bit of a turnaround from what he said before, and I think that it indicates that attitude that President Trump must take 
in a Trump 2.0 administration. We can't sit idly by and trust that the CIA is not going to work up their metal to assassinate yet another president. We can't just sit around and trust that the FBI is not going to try to throw all of us in jail. We can't sit around and just believe that the DOJ is not going to use every power and tool at their disposal to try to destroy the opposition of the current political regime. These things will happen, and they have shown us over and over and over again. So Donald Trump 2.0 has to be a base line destruction of the deep state. He has to go in, eyes, laser eyes blaring, pointing straight at the guilty parties, and we need to get them out of there, and we need to take care of them. All right, uh, so we're going to go ahead and uh, end it there. Let me say thank you to Dale Bursier, who says moist. I don't know why he said moist, but thank you very, very much for that. Appreciate it. Uh, and let me see. If, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how to tell if I've, I don't have a, an app for uh, Kofi, so um, I don't think anybody has donated there. So I think that that is all. There is uh, no more buy me a coffee. Oh, there is a, a cash app. Let me say thank you. Uh, Loray, Loray uh, says, I've been watching you since 2015. I, I, I think you mean 2018. The five and the eight are right next to each other on uh, the number pad. But yes, thank you so much for being a loyal viewer for all that time. So thank you very much. Uh, and then also thank you to Claire, who says, uh, in your face, media matters. Uh, thank you very much, Claire. I really, really appreciate you. All right, guys, uh, thank you for hanging out with us today. I will be gone for the rest of the day. I have a, a, a ton of things that I have to do, including some yard work and uh, some work on the house. We're working on the bathroom, and uh, I'd like to get that squared away so that we can start using it again. So thank you very, very much for being here with us. I appreciate it. Uh, and let me pass out those gold pills. And uh, thank you to Girl from Texas for keeping the chat comfy over there on Getter. And here we go. The gold pills have been released. The scratching has been released. All right, you guys. Good luck. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.